welcome to today's Herald Scotland Dementia Clinic where we will be discussing younger onset forms of the disease. Around 3,200 Scots under the age of 65 are thought to be affected. I'm joined today by Danny MacDonald who was diagnosed with dementia at just 52, Susan Rendell who has supported younger people affected by dementia on behalf of Alzheimer Scotland and Tilda McCrimmon lead nurse for dementia at the Golden Jubilee Hospital. So Danny, I wonder if I could start with you. Mm. I wonder if you can just talk me through the journey that you've been through so far since your diagnosis. Mm. Since my diagnosis, um, I was diagnosed with vascular dementia at 52. Mm -hmm. Um, Prior to that, I was having problems with regards to problem solving. Um, An example of, of which is I was a night shift worker in our computer system had changed and one of my colleagues spent most of the night going through the new computer system with me mm-hmm. and by the morning I, I couldn't remember each stage okay. that, that was required and it was very shortly after that that a, a manager took me aside and, and said, don't know what's wrong with you but you're not remembering the, ah, the simplest of okay. tasks. I went to see a doctor and did the memory tests mm-hmm. and had the CT scan and whatnot. And that. So when you went to the doctor, did they suspect, even at that early stage, <coughs> that you could potentially have they, early... They were quite surprised given given my age, but they, they nevertheless said we'll refer you and, mm-hmm. and get this checked. And initially, um, the, the, the diagnosis that they first um, mentioned was depression. Right, um, and apparently that's that's quite common, I think. Yes, and it was only after getting the, the CT scan that, that showed it had what's called a silent stroke, ah, okay. um, and that showed there was there was damage to the brain. And since then, I've, I've had a couple of smaller strokes. Okay. Um, so. And is that related to yes, dementia? Uh, yeah. Yes. So since diagnosis. Um, the following day my wife phoned Alzheimer Scotland um, because we were, we were both quite taken aback sure. we went to the psychiatric services expecting another test um, but we were told it was vascular dementia and that took a feet from Can us Can you remember how you felt when they, when they um, told you that Danny? Well initially you feel like your world's come to an end mm-hmm. um, you don't know where you're going to go next mm-hmm. um, you don't know what life holds for you. Um, but coming into contact with Alzheimer Scotland, um, the dementia advisor came along to our house and spent quite a bit, bit of time with us and mm-hmm. brought quite a lot of literature. Where were you working at the time, I, Danny? Well, I'd, I'd, I'd just been medically um, retired from Falkirk Council. Mm-hmm. Um, I was working with... Um, People who are homeless. Okay. Um, and was there any, you're obviously you're married, Danny. Yes. You've got children. Yes, yes. I've got two, two children. My, my son's 22 now, and my daughter's 19. Mm-hmm. So for them, it was. It must have been a huge shock for the whole, well, the whole family. We had experience prior to that with my mother-in-law. Their, their, their grandhoods. Okay. Alzheimer's. So there was a, a bit of awareness. Mm-hmm. Um, but certainly, mm-hmm. when I got my diagnosis and since then, there's periods where there's a bit of role reversal. Mm-hmm. 
mm-hmm. um, instead of being the parent and the child there, they're looking after me sometimes. Mm-hmm. But yes, they've, they've dealt with it very well. It's, it's um, in lots of ways, it's been a positive experience. Okay, um, I mean that's interesting. You should say that, and, Danny. And People so might be surprised to hear that. Yes. If you could just explain why. Well, there's so many activities that's available with Alzheimer's Scotland. Mm-hmm. Um, we go to the the, the, the choir, which is a, a Every Voice community choir, um, which is for everyone, but mm-hmm. it's inclusive of, of people with dementia as well. Sure. Um, we go to a supper club once a month where we have a meal together and, mm-hmm. and a chat. Um, I go to a day centre twice a week. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's various drop-ins that mm-hmm. you can go to as well. So mm-hmm. we've made a lot of really good friends, mm-hmm. and um, some of whom we we socialise with. Sure. Uh, with. So the support is good. I mean, were you aware that dementia could affect people as I, young as yourself? I, I wasn't Danny. aware at all. No, uh-huh. I, I, I thought it was it, it was an illness that affected older people. Mm-hmm. Um, and um, I mean, uh, how do you cope, kind of? in terms of thinking about the future, Danny? I don't think about the future too much. Um, um, at the age I'm at just now, I, I could live another 20 years. Sure. Conversely, I could live another five years. You don't know, you make the most of today. Absolutely. Um, my children and our, our adults now. Sure. Um, it'd be nice to maybe see grandkids at some point, but... Absolutely. Who, who knows? Who knows? Who knows? Is there enough support out there for younger younger people that are affected by dementia, Danny? Yes, we're we're very fortunate living in Clydebank. We've got a local dementia centre right on the doorstep. Mm-hmm. Um, and you're also involved in an allotment, I'm told, as um, well. Well, <laughs> there, is, there is a sad truth in that. Um, <laughs> Nothing my, wrong with that. But my wife, my wife and I go, I, I'm not really a gardener, I take my ukulele and play my ukulele when people are gardening. So, yes, there is an allotment. So you're there in spirit. But I'm there in spirit. Sure. I've not got green, green thumbs, unfortunately. <laughs> uh, the Herald, Sco- Herald Scotland is backing um, Alzheimer's Scotland's campaign for free care for people affected you know, in the latter stages of dementia. Mm-hmm. Is that obviously something that you would support, Dan? Yes, very much. It's some, something I've thought about. But you don't know what what lies ahead, but you've you've got to think of these things. Um, my wife, my wife's got power of attorney. Mm-hmm. Um, she knows what my what my thoughts and wishes are mm-hmm. in that in that regard. Mm-hmm. Um, but certainly, it's, it's a worry that sure. should things deteriorate rapidly, mm-hmm. um, you don't know what kind of care provision. Mm-hmm you'd have been mm-hmm. a younger person. And do you have an idea, you obviously do in your head, of you would prefer to be at home with, with your family? Yeah, so I'd prefer to be at home for as long as I can. Sure. Um, I wouldn't want to be a burden in the family, but yeah, I'd like to be at home. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, but should that not be possible for any reason, then mm-hmm. then you you, you, okay. you you go with the flow. It's, Maybe easier saying that here and now, it might yes. be different mm-hmm. at the time. Mm-hmm. Um, because obviously the way you, you look at things can change sure. 
as your condition changes. Sure. And well, certainly it's something I'm aware of, but not something that I I constantly think about. Absolutely not. No, I think it's it's wise to be aware Stay of it, with, with, but without um, labouring. Susan, I'm going to turn to you now. If you could just talk me through the types of dementia that, that affect younger people and how it differs from an older person. Absolutely. Um, my experience, I used to be uh, what they call a younger onset link worker, mm-hmm. dementia link worker. Um, and now what I do is I go out and educate um, people outside my organisation about sure. dementia. And I think what's very surprising to a lot of people is the number of dementias. Mm-hmm. There's over 200 mm-hmm. different types of dementia, and that's because it's a neurological condition. Mm-hmm. Specifically with younger people, you tend to find that it can be rarer mm-hmm. dementias, okay. and sometimes you will hear of, for example, frontal temporal lobe okay. dementia, FTD, mm-hmm. otherwise known as Pick's disease. Mm-hmm. Um, and frontal temporal lobe dementia might not be familiar to mm-hmm. the general public, and it does tend to affect younger people. Mm-hmm. Uh, there is a condition called Lewy body mm-hmm. dementia, mm-hmm. but that affects younger people and older people mm-hmm. um, as well. Um, and also Alzheimer's disease and vascular okay. dementia. Okay. So there are a lot of conditions um, out there um, which sometimes, for example, Parkinson's disease, and one of the symptoms that the person might experience is Lewy body. Mm-hmm. dementia mm-hmm. or it might be Alzheimer's disease. Mm-hmm. So I think how, do, how do the symptoms differ in a younger person? They don't differ. They don't? They don't differ in okay. a younger person. Um, I think what um, Danny has very um, acutely described is the fact that it's actually the general public's perception sure. that dementia is an older person's sure. condition and it's not, it can affect anybody mm-hmm. and it can affect anybody at any age. Mm-hmm. So I'd say with symptoms, the symptoms depend on the type of dementia mm-hmm. that the person experiences but as we know, dementia is very individual mm-hmm. to that person. And do you think GPs are kind of receptive enough to considering that somebody might have dementia if you know someone goes with symptoms? Mm-hmm. I would hope so. And I think as we are progressing in society and people are becoming um, a lot more aware mm-hmm. of symptoms, mm-hmm. I think GPs are probably generally better equipped, hopefully, mm-hmm. um, at diagnosing sure. dementia. But there are still issues. I'm really pleased to hear that Danny's experience mm-hmm. has been really good. Mm-hmm. Um, his GP has been incredibly sure. supportive. That's not the same thing It may thing not be the case for everyone. Correct. Mm-hmm. Um, and what we need to make sure is that Danny's experience is something that is replicated. Mm-hmm. And are the numbers rising, Susan? Um, as far as I'm aware, and that's the difficulty um, in terms of somebody getting a diagnosis, and I think we're becoming better mm-hmm. at collating information about who receives a diagnosis. But I think the process of the diagnosis is complex mm-hmm. and sometimes it can be quite difficult to diagnose. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So in terms of figures, I can't tell you exactly. Mm-hmm. What I do know in Scotland, the figures are around 3,500 mm-hmm. people under the age of 65 mm-hmm. um, with a diagnosis of dementia. Now you had said that earlier onset dementia does tend to be more genetic, but is there anything that um, people can do to 
try to you know prevent dementia or to lessen the symptoms I would say in terms of, because that's quite a lot, (laughs) Um, in terms of unpacking that, but what I would say is we do know that health-wise, eating properly, taking Mm -hmm. exercise, um, and it's about looking at our lifestyles, um, and I think it's really important that um, people are educated Mm -hmm. from an early age Mm -hmm. in terms of lifestyle and eating what's good for us, exercise. Because we are learning more about prevention now and that seems to be a focus, Mm -hmm. a big focus with dementia. And I think prevention, um, yeah, that's obviously something that's key Mm -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. and can we look at looking after ourselves Mm -hmm. better Mm -hmm. and would that be helpful? It's not the case for all dementias. No. Because when you touched on genetics, um, it tends to be people who are uh, younger, mm-hmm. that maybe it might be genetic, it could mm-hmm. be hereditary. Mm-hmm. What I will say is there's not enough um, in terms of research sure. that we know of. Sure. And that needs to be mm-hmm. a hu- huge focus. Mm-hmm. And I would really, really urge people to sign up for dementia research. Mm-hmm. Um, and how and would they do that? They could go on to the Alzheimer's Scotland website and mm-hmm. they would be able to go on there and they would be able to find out a wee bit more about dementia research I can say hands up I've signed up Mm -hmm. myself Mm -hmm. and I think it's really important that people do Mm -hmm. Um, and I think it's actually quite an enjoyable experience Mm -hmm. Um, we're going to be doing a little podcast I think hopefully in work Mm -hmm. where we'll get somebody who will talk about the experience of research and how you can go about it and what to expect Tilda, I'm just going to turn to you now. You are lead nurse for dementia at the Golden Jubilee Hospital. And NHS 24. NHS 24. Can you just talk me through, in terms of the care of younger people with dementia, how their needs differ from perhaps someone a bit older? I think the care needs is more about staff being aware that dementia is a possibility for younger people and trying Mm -hmm. to make staff get the picture of the old wrinkled hand and uh, the the nipple and granny out of their head and Uh seeing that people with dementia are living they're they're individuals and they Mm -hmm. come in all age groups and Mm -hmm. not to rule it out Mm -hmm. in a younger person but I would imagine a lot of the nursing um, problems might be related to nursing somebody that's your own age Mm -hmm. whereas probably there's um, less um, embarrassment when it's an older person mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, so sure. helping somebody that's younger but also one of the problems for people with younger onset dementia is that um, Danny said it started at work mm-hmm. is making the workplace sure. aware, aware that uh-huh. it's possible that employees mm-hmm. um, especially if you're not going to retire at 67 mm-hmm. um, that mm-hmm. dementia is a possibility mm-hmm. I believe there was some research that showed that um, the disciplinary process is used in over 60s more than any other age group. Oh, really? And there was retrospective research showing that actually some of those people that had to finish their work because of disciplinary reasons, mm-hmm. they actually early are younger oh onset dementia. Mm-hmm. So it's ma- making employers aware that mm-hmm. they need to make their workplaces dementia friendly as well sure. and being aware that putting supports in mm-hmm. can make I don't know if Danny feels now that if his employer <laughs> had been 
a wee bit more aware they might have been able to adjust his workload. I, you know? I don't think you could uh, because I was mm-hmm. I was working with people who were homeless, uh, a lot of whom mm-hmm. had just come out of prison, um, and it, it could be quite a volatile mm-hmm. um, right. environment. Uh-huh. So your work environment wouldn't have been suitable, but I mean, is there it possible is, that people yep, can continue to work uh-huh. if there's modifications uh-huh. in their work, uh-huh. and is that you know uh-huh. possible? And it might even be. Um, but some people have problems getting organised in the morning, so it might, mm-hmm. meet, it might even be just starting later in the day, they mm-hmm. can continue their work for a while. Mm-hmm. Um, it's adjusting as the de- disease progresses, mm-hmm. their work can be adjusted. I think there was a story of a lady that worked in Safeway, mm-hmm. and she started in the offices and then retired from stacking the shelves, mm-hmm. because, but she was having the joy of work, mm-hmm. even though it was a less... Um, because that's really important. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, especially yeah. when you're younger. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think from the younger onset, there's the fact that a lot of things for people with dementia are around reminiscence. And, well, that's it. Um, mm-hmm. I last time I met you, you'd on your heavy metal t-shirt. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Whereas oh. a lot of people uh-huh. think Vera Lynn and... Sure. Uh, so is there a, I mean, you have talked about this already, Danny, but is there enough kind of age-appropriate support and groups and activities for people, you know, that are younger? Um, there's, there's not so many of us about... No heavy metal uh, conventions. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm, I'm, trying, I'm trying to get the, the centre more hmm. more into Def Leppard and <laughs> bands like that. Um, there's a wee bit of progression, but uh-huh. that works both ways. Uh-huh. They're trying to get me into Vera Lynn. Right. So, <laughs> so it's, uh-huh. it's, a, it's a, an area that we're, yeah, absolutely. we're all working at. But mm-hmm. yeah, there's, there, there's not so many mm-hmm. um, people my age. Um, but I've, I've come across quite a few people mm-hmm. that have... Mm-hmm. Um, what would you say to anyone that's they've re- just received a diagnosis, Danny, that is around about your age and, you know, struggling I'd, to cope. I would recommend it. anyone to get involved with Alzheimer's Scotland mm-hmm. or any other mm-hmm. agency that, that has, has a working knowledge and, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and services in yeah. place. Um, because for, for us as a family, it's, it's literally been a lifesaver. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and I would... I'd recommend that for anyone. Absolutely. Um, and in terms of just dealing with it, you know, psychologically, uh-huh. with the diagnosis, what's your kind of best piece of advice? Um, my best piece of advice is to talk to people. Not long after we, we got involved with Alzheimer's Scotland, um, we, we, we had the opportunity to speak to a couple mm-hmm. um, who um, a gentleman had had dementia and his wife was was a carer. It turned out that um, we knew them, uh-huh. um, so that that helped to make to make the process easier. But nevertheless, just to speak to people mm-hmm. who are going through what you're going through, mm-hmm. for for myself as a service user, but also equally as importantly for my wife Catherine is. Mm-hmm as a carer. Because I had spoken to another um, a wife who'd said that she didn't feel there was enough support for you know spouses in terms uh-huh. of. Yeah and I, I would actually I I think it's 
one of the most important things that somebody like Danny who has had a diagnosis of dementia but equally for his his partner his Mm -hmm. wife Catherine Mm -hmm. um, because that's what she is his wife Exactly. Exactly. Um, Sometimes uh, the the term carer, Mm -hmm. I don't like the term Mm -hmm. carer, Mm -hmm. if I'm being honest, Mm -hmm. because that's Catherine, that's your wife, she's a person. She's not changed. Exactly. Mm -hmm. And peer support. Mm -hmm. Um, I don't know how it feels for Mm -hmm. Danny. Mm -hmm. I don't know how it feels for Catherine. But I always think if you speak to somebody Mm -hmm. who Mm -hmm. has that experience and they know how it feels, I think that makes it yes. so much better. And as for services like the, the day centre are, yeah. are invaluable sure. because there's always someone going through what you're mm-hmm. going through mm-hmm. or they've gone through it mm-hmm. themselves. Mm-hmm. So having that support is is, is truly invaluable. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Um, and once you receive that support yourself, you can potentially help someone else exactly who's, who's going through that exactly at, at their stage mm-hmm. yeah. well listen thank you very much to Danny Susan and Tilda it's been a really interesting discussion thank you, thank um, you. Thank for you. information and advice about dementia visit our online dementia hub at www.heraldscotland.com